Good morning, Vision. Come on, come on. Good morning. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. We are here on another Sunday to worship and praise and lift his holy name. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of God this morning? Come on, come on. Let's just give God praise this morning. Amen. Because he's such an awesome God. Amen. We're going to get things started here in just a moment. I'm your host, Reverend Alonzo Stewart. Amen. And I'm just excited to be in the house of God this morning. Whatever platform that you are joining us from, those of you that are online, thank you for, for joining us this morning. Amen. We're going to get things here kicked off. The praise team is going to, we're going to worship. We're going to praise. Amen. The lyrics will be on the screen so you can engage in however way you feel comfortable. Amen. We come to praise God. Amen. And so then our pastor is going to come up and share a great word. Amen. Give us some direction, some instructions. Amen. Amen. All in all, we'll be here about an hour. Amen. And wherever you join us from, we thank you for making vision a part of your weekend. Amen. Now, as we move on into the service, here is the part that we release whatever we have. Maybe you came in this morning with things on your heart, on your mind. This is the time where you release it. Amen. So you can worship and praise God freely. Amen. He's such a good God. And I want to tell you, I want to tell you that whatever you're going through, nothing is too big for God. Amen. And I guarantee if you just begin to praise God and tell him, thank you. Amen. You'll be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Amen. Amen. We'll just stand on your feet all over the building. Amen. And as I pray, I want you to just release yourself. Amen. I want you to just uh, lift your hands up. Amen. In total submission. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this day, God. Thank you for this opportunity. God, as we come into your house, God, we come to praise. We come to worship you. God, we come to lift holy hands to you right now. And God, whatever it is that's on our mind and our hearts, God, that we have came into this house, we pray, God, that we release it right now so that, God, we can freely worship and praise and honor you, Father God. Thank you for being an awesome God. And we love you this morning. In Jesus' name, have your way. Bless the preaching of your word this morning, God, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, come on. Amen, amen, amen. Let's continue to praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As we go into the song that says, we will fight and we will win. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We always win. We always win. We 
come my way. We always win. 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 No matter what the circumstance, we always win. 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 No matter what may come my way, we always
thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you clean me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I can be free, so I can be whole, so I can tell everyone I know that I was worth saving. So you came, so you came to change my life. You thought, you thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was, you to, thought die I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life. So I can be free. So I can be whole. So I can tell everyone I know. You thought I was worth saving. So you came, so you came and changed my life. You, you thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. Anybody grateful? So you sacrificed your life. So I can be free. So I can be free. So I can be whole. So I can tell. So I can tell everyone I know You thought I was worth saving So you came, so you came and changed my life You thought, you thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for Hallelujah. So you sacrificed your life
changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. You thought I, you thought I, you thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life. Hallelujah. 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 You thought I, you thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I can be free. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, come on, come on, continue to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. We were worth saving. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, come on. Come on and worship the Lord. Hallelujah. to give God praise and worship. Hallelujah. He loved us that he said we were worth saving. Hallelujah. You ought to be thankful and grateful. Amen. That he looked beyond our faults. Hallelujah. And he saw me. Hallelujah. How many of you really need him? Come on, let's worship. He's a good God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Think about how good God has been to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He could have cut us off. Amen. He could have. He could have killed us in our mess. Hallelujah. Make it personal. Make it personal. All right. Hallelujah. He did it so we can be free. Come on. Come on. So we can be free. Come on. Come on. That's enough to praise him. Come on, let's worship. Okay. We're up to our responsive reading. Hey, Amen. Would you stand all over the building? Hallelujah. We'll be at Romans chapter 8, verse 26. I'll read one verse, you read the next, and then verse 28, we'll read all together. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 says, In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we should. 
But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Verse 28, and we know that God causes all things to work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for what you have done for us. God, we're so grateful, and we thank you. Thank you for encouraging us, God, that all things work together. God, some of us may be in situations, but God, we know that you have our best interest at heart, God, and we thank you now, God, and we worship you. As a matter of fact, God, we praise you in advance for what you are going to do. God, we thank you for working it out on our behalf. Now, God, as we go high into this service, Lord, we pray that the word will go forth this morning with power and authority. God, to change our hearts, God, that we will not leave this place the same way we came in. God, we'll be ever so grateful to give you all the glory and praise. We love you. And in Jesus' name, in every heart said, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. Oh, I said God. I should. That was for me. I'd take it, but we said God. Come on, let's just let's just tell Him thank you this morning. I mean, you can say God has been good to you. Amen. I want to tell you something. The closer you get to your breakthrough, you got to remind yourself of one thing. Amen. That adversity will come. Amen. But you got to realize something. Amen. The devil wants to distract you from your purpose. Amen. But I want to help you with something this morning. I know I came out the gate banging like this, but I want to tell you like this. Amen. You got to be mindful of the strategy of Satan. Whenever you start getting, listen, when things are bad, he wasn't worried about you. Come on, you ever notice that? When things, were, when things were a mess, he left you right there. He wasn't bothering you because he knew that you were already what? Defeated. Come on, somebody. And you were doing life in your mess, and he left you alone. But the moment you started to rise, come on, somebody. The moment that things start getting a little bit better in your life, come on and help me. Amen. You ever notice how he just showed back up? Nobody invited him. He just showed up. Amen. You know what? What you got to do now is have your eyes wide open. Come on, somebody. Let me help somebody with something. Ephesians chapter 6 says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. What does that mean? Flesh and blood. Flesh and blood simply means people. I'm trying to help somebody. We wrestle not with people. I'm going to say it one more time. Our fight is not with people, but it is against powers and principalities. In what places? High places. 
But the scripture we just read, when we don't know how to pray, come on, somebody. The spirit of God. What does he do, y'all? Sometimes you just don't even have the words for what you're going through. Come on, somebody. But he says, the spirit intercedes. The Holy Spirit has the ministry of intercession. Are you following me? Here's what that means. That means that somebody is praying for you. That someone knows exactly what to ask God for, for that someone lives in you. Are you following me? So when you don't know how to pray, as you should, the Bible says the Holy Spirit makes intercession for you with groanings too deep for words. And then he says, and God causes. Maybe it was the prayer of the Holy Spirit that got you through. <laughs> he says God can take that situation. And he can turn it around for your good. May I encourage you today? Take your eyes off of people. It's not people. You know, you want to make it about that person. But that person may be God's way of humbling you. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And also revealing to you that there's some things inside of you that you need to change. But it's not that person. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to pray for that person. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna say, God, I thank you for the opportunity, but I know it's not that person. And out of that situation, out of that situation, out of that circumstance, guess what happens? You begin to see something. You know what you begin to see? You begin to see that God was trying to get you to get out of that whatever mindset, whatever was in your heart, whatever it is. See, God uses people. Amen. And so I, I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm just the Holy Spirit led me this way to share with you that your battle is not against flesh and blood. So that boss that make you mad, pray for him. Come on, y'all. You know, you know why you're a target? Because you, you, you represent light. You know, so why not pray for them? Amen. And watch God work. Amen. I want to thank God for the men today, the impact men. Amen. Amen. Impact men. Um, amen. They are on their post. Men on the front. We call them men on the front line. Well, that's a nice shirt you got on there, buddy. Amen. Men impact. Pretty next by next month, we'll have our shirts. Everybody will have their shirts on. Amen. We'll be uniformed up. Amen. And uh, we're a unit. Amen. We walk, we walk together. We pray together. Amen. We encourage each other. If a man is down, we go get him. No man left. Come on, that's our motto. Amen. No man left behind. Amen. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And I want to say something publicly to the men of this church. I want to thank you for answering the call.
I want to thank you for answering the call. Uh, why, why am I saying that? Because, listen, I, I remember when I was in the streets, amen, we had a code, amen, amen. When you get the call, you got to go, amen. And they ain't like everything else takes second place, amen. And so I thank you, brothers, for answering the call for Christ and the cause for Christ. One day, you're going to thank me for this, amen. One day when we're in heaven. You're going to thank me. You'll say, Pastor, thank you for staying on me. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for allowing me to come and be part of something amazing. Amen. Listen, but we, we talked a little bit about this at 9 o'clock. We got to consider the cost, though. It come with a price. This, this ain't free. Your walk with Christ ain't free. You got to give up some stuff. Some of you right now is dealing with some stuff that you got to give up. But just remember this, whatever you think you've lost for the cause of Christ, amen, there's something greater on its way. So I encourage you men to keep fighting the good fight, amen. Keep on fighting the good fight, amen. I believe that in time, amen, as we forge relationships together, amen, we can rely on each other so that we can go through this journey called life together. Amen. Can't do it alone, y'all. Amen. I want to thank God for our uh, women, women of faith. Amen. Praise God for y'all praying for us. Uh, I want to say, keep praying for this men's ministry. Um, we're going to build a strong unit of men. Um, and then we're going to bring in new men who want to serve Jesus. That's the goal. And, and we're going to move our little children, young boys, and help them to become godly men. Amen. It's all right. Amen. And so just want to let you know we're planning uh, to meet. Uh, we're going to be getting ready to plan and strategize about our children's ministry. Uh, amen. Our children's ministry. Ch children and teens. Amen. So if you're interested in working with our children, amen, and all our teens, let us know. Come see me. Let me know. So that way we can get on the, get on the path to getting them uh, spiritually built up. Here's, here's the vision that God gave me. We want to be able to gauge a child's growth from the time they're zero all the way to their, to, till they reach adulthood. Amen. To, to gauge their growth every year at the end of the school year, we're going to see where that child is and we're going to move them to the next phase in their spiritual life. Amen. So we're going to be intentional about your children's growth. Amen. Uh, it's never too late. It's never too late. Amen. And so I just want to let you know that uh, they will be meeting on Sundays and we're going to have a uh, we're going to have a ministry to the children's church and children's ministry going to teenagers. And then we've also started uh, young adults, 18 to 35, amen, 18 to 35, young adult ministry, amen. And so uh, they have started their group chat. That's how they do it. They don't, they don't have no meetings and stuff. They just started a group chat, and then they got a ministry, amen. So, <laughs> but what we're going to do, we're going to help them, amen. We're going to help them. We're going to guide them along the way. Um, the Lord put it on my heart very heavily that 
um, a lot of you are doing life alone. And you really don't have anybody to talk to Christians, other Christians, other Christians. So you, you got people that you hung around with in the world. But how many Christian friends, I'm talking about genuine Christian friends, do you have that you can call on? I'm talking about young people. And, and y'all real smart. Y'all got all kinds of access to information and all this stuff. But there's nothing like a relationship. Amen. A godly relationship with somebody else in the house of God that you can say, hey, this is my brother. This is my sister. Amen. And you guys, I know you guys are struggling with a lot of things, but I want to help you to know this, that I'm going to be praying about that. And then once y'all get yourself organized, then we'll do some things together as far as teaching and things like that. Amen. Oh, yes. Parents, um, we are we are getting ready for the children to do their resurrection speeches. Amen. Uh, they will be meeting on Wednesdays. Amen. Wednesday night, um, right after worship. Amen. They'll be meeting to practice. So um, please have your children here on Wednesday night. So that way we can get them prepared for Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Also, Resurrection Week, we'll have Holy Week Revival. Amen. We're going to have revival every night. Come early because uh, we have a lot of students coming and, and things like that. We're going to be online too, but primarily we're going to be phasing out some of our stuff online and just keeping it to Facebook and YouTube. Uh, that's That decision has already been made, uh, but we've just kind of been moving into that. Uh, so that way uh, we can get people back into the house of God. Amen. Um, that's what we're doing. Uh, we're getting it. We're getting it all together. I want to thank uh, all the all of you who are serving in this church, all of you who are participating, all of you who are praying. Thank you so much for your uh, participation. We have to be stronger you know, in this season. And so what that takes is I just believe that iron sharpens iron. All right. So one man sharpens another. That scripture is very powerful because here's the thing. Whatever you're struggling with, somebody else maybe have went through that. So what you have to do is find someone you can lean on, find someone you can talk to and help each other get through some of these life struggles that you face. Amen. If you missed this morning's message at 9 a.m., I hope that you go back online and watch it. It was a good message. Uh, and I pray that you guys can really, really catch it. Amen. It is, we started a new series entitled Face to Face. Amen. Amen. We're going to uh, get ready now uh, to, um, I'm sorry, Saturday is our Marriage ER conference. Amen. Marriage ER 2. Amen. Marriage ER was that good. We had to do it twice. And so uh, don't be surprised they asked for another one, but, but. <laughs> Listen, marriage ER, and then um, we're going to do something, amen, uh, also in the future. We're going to continue to build the marriages, the singles months coming up in November. Um, the young adults, we're probably going to do something for the young adults, uh, some type of a conference for them. Uh, amen. Amen. Because I believe that if they can get the right information, amen, and get some relevant stuff, to live with, to live by, 
Amen. Listen, I believe that you guys can do better in life. Amen. All right. We're going to make ready now to worship God with our gifts today. Um, let's get ready to worship God with our gifts. Um, our deficit for last week. Uh, let me get that right quick. Man, that's what we were short last week. Amen. So uh, please be prayer for us. We want to stay above. We don't want to always be in the negative. Amen. So pray for us. Come on. Father, we thank you so much for the gifts. Thank you for the givers, God, and thank you, Lord, for allowing them for, to have the heart to support this church, God. Lord, would you bless these gifts? Would you bless the people, God? And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you continue to provide for this church as you have for the last 17 years. Thank you, Lord, for where we're going, God, and for what you're going to do in the lives of your people today. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, and thank God. give the Lord a hand clap of praise. We're going to continue to worship the Lord on this morning. In this race that we run, you got to have endurance because it's a marathon. Was born, shown up to win, in pursuit with things until the end. I'm going to have a strong finish because I have strong faith. I'm going to have a strong finish. I have strong faith. I'm going to have a strong finish because I have strong faith. I'm going to have a strong finish. I have. Life's transitions all in my way, but still I'm up worked out each and every day. No matter what, I'll continue to run for the rest of my life. Till my work is done, I'm going to have a strong finish because I have strong faith. I'm going to have a strong finish. I have strong faith. 
I'm going to have a strong faith because I have strong faith. I'm going to have a strong faith. Do the ten say strong finish, strong finish, strong finish. Everybody lift it up saying strong finish, strong finish. I have strong faith. Do the ten say strong finish, strong finish, strong finish. Everybody lift it up saying strong finish.
Leaders supposed to lead the way, okay? Amen. So I'm gonna give a hundred dollars towards the deficit. Amen. Bring that number down for me. Amen. That's what a leader does, right? Lead the way. Amen. So we're at 851 now. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. That's why we're doing it. Lord, put it on your heart. You do it. Now, the Lord ain't telling you nothing about money. There's something wrong. Not with God, maybe your heart. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. My goodness. Amen. Boy, we, you know, it's so amazing how God is. So we're in competition with so many things, y'all. This world is such a place that you can get caught up, man. You know, I stayed home last couple of days and I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely nothing. I put one of your numbers. I binge watched. Amen. Netflix. That's how I found that movie. And Amazon, Amazon movies and all that kind of stuff. Let me catch up on my movie watching. Amen. And I realized that it's easy, like getting up this morning. I'm like, hold on now, Lord. I need you to kickstart me here because I got a little bit too comfortable. You know, I can see how it can happen. You know, you can get so comfortable. Amen. Uh, that you were like, eh, I missed today. I'll catch it next week. You know, so so I try to experience what y'all experience so I can talk about it. Amen. So I know what I'm talking about. Amen. So I know what I'm talking about. So so yeah, be careful, y'all, because they got some good writers, boy. They them writers. My wife and them was my wife and I was talking this morning. Those writers know what they're doing. All right, and they know how to pull you in. And they will pull you into a narrative. And then, you know, anybody, you, you go to sleep dreaming about it. <laughs> In your sleep, you're dreaming about the stuff you were watching on television. I said, that's such a powerful thing, ain't it? Amen. So we, we're going to be careful, y'all. Amen. We're going to be careful with all of that. Just be careful, y'all. Just got no one to shut it off. Amen. Amen. I hope everyone is doing well on your fasting. Amen. I know. I know it's a sacrifice, especially during spring break and all that kind of stuff. Amen. <clears throat> but uh, we're going to be all right. Amen. All right. We're going to keep fasting and praying and believing. Amen. All right. If you have your Bibles, open your Bibles. We are, we're in a new, a new direction. Amen. And we are going to Matthew. I'm sorry. That's a Mark. I said Mark. I said, Matthew. Okay, we're going to Mark. <laughs> Amen. I must have took too much time off, huh? <laughs> I'm watching too much Netflix. 
Lee, you're gonna have to change that. Hey man, I, I'm watching too much Netflix. Oh, but I had my message done on Wednesday though. All right now, hold on now. I studied that shoot. I, oh, that's something for. <laughs> Amen. All that work I did Monday and Tuesday, pressure washing the driveway, you know, just spring cleaning, that kind of stuff. You know, did it all by myself. Amen. Didn't have no help. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm trying to get him to come to church first. <laughs> I can get him here first. Let's just work one step at a time. Taking baby steps. Baby steps. Some we still can't get it through the door. I don't know what happened. All right. It's Matthew chapter 5. I'm sorry, Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Amen. We see the woman who had the issue of blood, the hemorrhage for 12 years. Amen. And, 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 and I want to deal with these two verses. We're going to be out of here real quick. Look what he says in verse 28. He says, for she, she thought that if I just touch what? his garments, I will get well. We dealt with that last week. He says, and immediately, look at, look at the word now, immediately, the flow of her blood was dried up. And she what? Felt in her body that she was healed of her what? We know now it's an affliction. Immediately, Amen. Jesus perceived himself in himself. I'll deal with that next week. That the power proceeding from him had gone forth. Turn around in the crowd and said to who touched my garment. But I'm going to deal with verse 29 today. And immediately the flow of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. I want to talk about today how to deal with your issues, part three. How to deal with your issues, part three. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. I ask for the forgiveness of my sins. Uh, Lord, clear my mind and heart now. Lord, allow me to preach with clarity, conviction, and power. Touch the hearts of your people now. And Lord, speak a word that will transform our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you, ushers. Amen. Thank you, ushers. Amen. 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 A new direction. Amen. How to deal with your issues. We all have issues. We, we, we've, we've talked about in the last two weeks about how this woman who had this issue in her life, physical issue, but her physical issue is really a reflection of her spiritual issues. Come on, help me somebody. I believe that your physical health sometimes shows spiritually where you are. Amen. And oftentimes we may not realize it, but we worry too much. We doubt because the physical is not getting better. 
Come on, help me somebody. When we finally come to the realization in life that our healing, no matter what our issues are, is found by hearing, applying, holding on to, and believing the word of God. Whatever your issue is, the solution, the healing comes from you hearing, applying, holding, believing the word of God. Then you can really move past your issues. Remember, Jesus is the word of God. So in essence, without Jesus, nothing works. You can't have the word of God without Jesus. You can't have Jesus without the word of God because he is the word. He is the embodiment of the word. Uh, what we find in Jesus is that he can heal. Uh, he can help you deal with your issues. For illustration reasons, I was changing out a faucet, kitchen faucet this week. And with much difficulty, when you leave something connected to water for a long time, it will begin to rust. The bolts become very, very tight. And so I went to, I, I was under there for a while and I went to the hardware store and about three times. First time I went, I got a long screwdriver. That didn't work. Went back and got some more stuff that didn't work. Then the guy told me to go try this extreme, they call it, Extreme WD-40. I don't know what extreme means. Penetrate. Penetrate WD-40. It's supposed to be stronger than the regular stuff. And so I sprayed it. They said, you just let it sit for 15 minutes. As I'm trying my best, <laughs> I wish I had somebody. I realized I had an issue on my hand. As a matter of fact, I had an impossible issue on my hand. But I had already shut the water off. Everybody was trying to get to the kitchen. They wanted to. I thought when I went in to do it that I would have it done in like 10 minutes. What turned out from a 10-minute job turned out into a 24-hour job. And I'm wrestling underneath the sink, and I'm trying my big old hands, couldn't get in there, and then out of, the, out of the back of my back, I heard a voice saying, Daddy, just give up. Just quit. Call a professional. I realized that I had an issue. Not only did I have an issue with what I was dealing with, but the people around me didn't believe in me that I could handle my issue. 
I wish I had somebody. But I was determined. And as I laid there looking at it, I started to pray. I said, Lord, help me. Please help me. But what I didn't know, saints, is that Penetrate was working all the while, but I did not know that it was penetrating through the rust until I decided to go to the top and rip it out. Come on and help me, somebody. And all of a sudden, the boat broke. And finally, I dealt with my issue. I'm trying to tell somebody, don't listen to the voices that's telling you to give up. Don't, don't you ever call a professional because if God puts you on a mission, come on, somebody. And no matter what the issue may be, you got to understand that you got to get some WD-40 penetrate to get through to the problem. Do I have witness? And so today, whatever issue you may be facing, it's important to realize that you have to believe before and after that God will keep his word. God will keep his word. Now, listen, you may think that I, now I know it comes across like a joke, but listen, I want to tell you something. I really felt hopeless. Because I'm like, how is it possible that this thing cannot break? Twisted my arm a little bit, you know, my elbow, you know, I put all that force on that. And I'm starting to say, man, why can't I? And I, and I related it to the issues. Come on, somebody. Some of you have issues just like that. It won't break. It won't unlock. It won't break free. It won't let you go. But I want to help somebody today to let you know that you can overcome your issues. That Jesus, come on somebody, you just got to get one touch. Amen. And you'll find out how powerful he is. So today we pick up the rest of the story. This woman who had been afflicted, this woman physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. Can you imagine walking in her shoes? She has finally found a solution. Her solution is Jesus. Her faith is in him. May I ask you a question? Where is your faith in Jesus? What is it? What, what was it based on? It was based on what she heard. She heard about Jesus, but lest we miss the message of her healing, we will look at what happened the moment after her healing. The text says she touched him and what? Immediately. And so if I were to say to you how to deal with your issues, looking at this woman today, I would say this to you, saints. The first thing I see is her expectation. See, I lost all hope after about 10 minutes. 
my expectation going in was this is going to be a 10, 15-minute job, real easy. But my expectation was met with opposition. Come on, help me somebody. And then all of a sudden, I had to be very careful what happened next because watch this. Watch this now. Because whenever you, expectation is almost like hope. And sometimes, amen, what happens with the issues in life, watch this, we lose hope because of the opposition that we're facing before us. This woman, she actually believed that by simply touching his garment, she had a belief, but she had an expectation. But watch this. Through her desperation and her superstition, write this down, her faith emerges. Through her what? Desperation and what? Superstition. Her faith emerges. And her expectation from that moment she heard about Jesus, gave her hope, and it activated something that she never had before. You ready? Faith in Christ. Ask your question. Could it be that your issues is what Jesus is trying to use to build your faith in him? Does that make sense? Here's what you must learn. Our faith needs to be in something, but it has to be in something bigger than you. My faith can't be in what I could do, but my faith has to be in somebody greater than me. And I want to help somebody with something. Faith simply means that you're believing something. No matter what your mind or heart is trying to tell you, you have to believe in that. Whatever that object of your faith is, it has to be greater than you. Do I have a witness? May I say this? This woman approaches Jesus with an expectation. Sometimes the enemy will try to take all your expectation because what you meet along the road in life may not be what you expect, but you have to continue to press on. Come on, help me, somebody. Press through, break through, amen, and continue to have hope no matter what. The text says immediately. Imagine this. Imagine this, okay? Imagine, imagine this. And next week we'll, we'll we'll deal with this, but but imagine that the crowd is there. Imagine that. Imagine that what started out as a thought becomes a reality. What started off as for you as a prayer turned into your promise. Come on, somebody. You see, prayer works the same way. You're praying for something. And all of a sudden, it happens. And can I say this to you today? Can I, can I encourage you today? Amen. That you got to believe that when you open your mouth, it's from your lips to God's ears. 
that you and I have to realize that we never give up on prayer. No matter what our issues are in life, we hold on to the very weapon that we have and the weapon that the enemy wants us to give up on is prayer. Keep praying for that child. Keep praying for that spouse. Keep praying about that circumstance and situation. Why? Because if you expect it, it will come to pass. Do I have a witness? This woman's expectation forged in superstition. What emerges is a faith. Ask your question. What emerges in your mess? Is it a stronger belief or is it a weakened belief? Oftentimes, it's the latter because we lose faith because of our expectation. When you expect something from Jesus, if you really believe it, it will happen. I mean, believe that. Watch the text. The text says, immediately, the flow of her blood. Oh, I wish I had somebody. What did it do, saints? It dried up. Imagine 12 years of the same pain, day in and day out. Imagine going through life saying, this is it for me. I will never be the same. I will never be whole again. I will continue to live with this mess because this is who I am. You've already accepted it as your, fin as your final destiny in life. But I want to encourage you today. You got to understand something. Your expectation is important. But here's what I, here's what I see in this text. The text says she was healed. She felt in her body that she was what? Healed. How did she know she was healed? <laughs> 12 years of living with the same thing, you get to forget what it's like to be. Come on, help me somebody. You get to forget, you forget what life is supposed to be like as a normal person. You understand what I'm saying? And some of us have some issues that we've been dealing with for our whole life that we have not dealt with yet. So not only do I see her expectation, but here's what you got to look for. Her experience. You can't tell me to go somewhere you've never been. Her experience. Listen. This woman, 12 years of living with an issue will cause you to believe that you'll never change. That you'll always be like this. But can I tell you that when you touch Jesus, You'll know there are people who tell me, Pastor, I'm good, but they're not good. They haven't really experienced Jesus. They haven't really experienced. Now, they've had an emotional 
experience. But I'm talking about an experience, watch this, that transforms you. How do you know that you've been healed? You know how you know? You will see an immediate change in you. Lord, have mercy. Watch this. The change will begin with transformation from the inside out. Watch this. And it will be immediate. You know what I, you know what I found out about people? When you've lived with something for so long, it's almost scary not to live with it anymore. So we go back picking at the womb again. Oh, I wish I had somebody there. But can I ask you something? If Jesus has healed you from that or whatever it is, why are you going back to what, to what he healed you from? Why are you trying to get the feeling? Why are you trying to inflict more pain upon yourself? That is her experience. She had an experience. The text says she felt. She recognized. The word here is gnosko. Imagine that. It's a knowledge that's beyond what you can comprehend. It's something you can't, a doctor can't define. I wish I had somebody. No matter how many tests they run. They will not be able to tell how you got healed. But can I help somebody with something? The reason why I say that her experience is important is because the text says she was healed of her what? Affliction. This word means a plague. And not only do I see her experience, saints, but I see her evidence. Can I help you with something? We have to stop saying this and that about God, and it ain't true. God's good to me. If God's good to you, you'd be living better. God is good, Pastor. But I don't see you living as he's good. I see you still worried. I see you still doubting. I see you just barely hanging on. My question to you today, where's your evidence? You see, if you're going to deal with your issue, you have to see the evidence of your healing. Don't just base it on the experience. I'm going to say it one more time. Don't just base your healing on the experience where is the evidence this may seem like a small thing but don't be fooled let me tell you why i don't want you to be fooled because satan is a counterfeiter he'll have you feeling good for one service oh man come on y'all all of a sudden man oh man whoo lord jesus Ooh, i'm healed pastor i'm here i know i'm healed by God's grace, I'm going to get this job. I, I got the faith to get it because you're in the presence of God. And when you come into the presence of God, you can't feel no other way but good. Do I have a witness? But when you leave out of here, 
just because you've had a religious experience doesn't mean you're healed. But you have to have some evidence. I don't walk like I used to walk. Hey, I don't talk like I used to talk. I don't have an appetite for the things I used to have an appetite for. Why? Because my experience was not just merely religious. I have evidence. Look at the scars that I had. Hey, do I have anybody? And let me tell you something about Satan. He wants to leave you scarred. But you got to look for what? The evidence. If you don't see an immediate change, then you will know that you have not dealt with your issues. See, I know who the problem is, y'all. It's me. See, my healing can come today. My deliverance can, is knocking at my door. My transformation is right there. But the question I have for you today, do you believe? And if you believe, you will see. Imagine this. Imagine coming to church every week and staying the same. Saying you're here, but you have no evidence. Saying your life is changing, but you have no evidence. Watch this, watch. Remember, you can deal with your issue today, but what will be the evidence that today that you're willing to lay the issue at the altar and no longer be afflicted anymore? Sometimes I think we like the affliction. We like the pain. Experience without evidence is not real healing. Write that down somewhere. Experience without evidence is not real healing. I want to be made whole this morning. I want to be set free of some of these issues, Lord, that I've been dealing with all my life. The devil has tried to convince me that you'll never change. You'll always be the same. But I served notice on Satan today. I got evidence from other areas of my life that God is good, that he is merciful, that he's a patient God. See, what the devil don't realize is that God has been patient with me. Oh, I wish I had somebody. It ain't like God has given up on me, but I got to believe that my expectation, my experience, my evidence but lastly, what I see is her excitement. I got to get excited about the fact that God has healed me, that God has delivered me. Do I have a witness? The woman is excited. Why? Because of her affliction. The crowd can't laugh at her no more. The failed doctors can't shame her anymore. Can I ask you a question? What would make you excited about Jesus? Do I have anybody here today? Are you excited about where you are right now?
that you have some experiences with God that you have touched his God. The excitement never leaves you. I can tell a happy Christian, but I can tell an exciting Christian, one who knows something about God's power. Are you excited this morning? Oh, that was a good one. Y'all sure don't act like y'all excited. Anybody here excited this morning? Anybody up for a shout this morning? Anybody up for a praise this morning? That you're not where you used to be? That you got some evidence? That your mind has changed? That your heart has changed? That God is good to you? That he's been better to you than you've been to yourself? That you're excited that there's no more issues and the new ones that's coming, you got experience enough to know that God is going to bring you through that too? Her excitement. Her excitement. I thank God that being afflicted for so long, finally, she felt. So let me say this. You have to feel. You have to experience it for yourself. She thought, if I could just touch. And then she felt what she expected. She experienced. And then she had the evidence. And then I promise you, you couldn't stop her from coming to church no more. Because she was excited about what God had done for her. There's a lady living in the boondocks. She didn't have electricity, but she wanted it. She called the electrical company and they made arrangements so that a line could be ran to her house so she could have the benefits of electricity. After delivering the electricity in her home for almost six months, someone at the company noticed that only one unit of electricity was used. A serviceman was sent out to check to make sure that there wasn't a problem. He rang the doorbell and he said, Miss, are you using your electricity? She said, yes, I am. Mass, what you're using it for? She said, well, when it gets dark, I turn it on long enough for me to light my kerosene lamp. This woman didn't understand the power she had. She had all this power that could keep things well lit all night long. But she was settling for kerosene existence. Many Christians here are settling for taking kerosene power for God's great power. Listen, you got to decide whether you're going to light your own light or you're going to let God 
light your light. You got to ask yourself a question. Are you maximizing the power of his presence? Are you maximizing the power of his word? Are you operating on the right power? But oh, if you could just touch, if you could just tap into the power of Jesus just once, you'd realize that you have all the power in the world to deal with the other issues that will come up in your life. Give God a hand clap of praise. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole again. Can I ask you a question today? Do you have any evidence? Have you experienced the power, the touch? Next week we'll look at what happened, how this woman caught Jesus' attention. Because there was many who were pressing in on him. But there was something about her touch. Imagine this. Imagine if I told you today that happened 2,000 years ago. But today you have an issue that you've been living with, that you've been wrestling with. But today I want to invite you to the altar. So that you can take that issue and put it in his hands. If you want to come this morning, I want to pray for you. Whatever that issue is, whatever you're struggling with, whatever that issue may be today. You know what the enemy wants? The enemy wants you to continue to just base your Christian life on experiences only. But I want you to look for the evidence. I want you to look for the evidence today. Pastor, I, I'm asking today. I need, I need, I, I, I want God, I'm asking God. Some of you have emotional issues. Some of you have physical issues. Some of you have relational issues. You had some issues in your heart. But you got to come with an expectation this morning. That when you touch Jesus, he will heal you. Some of you have a confidence issue. A self-worth issue. The only person that will make you not feel good about yourself is the devil. And you got to put that in God's hands. Would you come this morning? I want to pray for you.
enemy, the only person that can cause us to doubt God's goodness is the enemy. We doubt. There's a lot of us who doubt. We doubt when we don't see it. And that's the thing about faith. It's to the total opposite. When you don't see it is when you got to believe it. That's faith. So that then you see God manifest himself in the midst of it. Amen. Come on, let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you uh, for Alexis, Lord, thank you for her coming and praying and believing, God. Give her the evidence now, Lord. Keep her excited about you as she's praying, God, for her life and just also the young adult ministry, God. Bless it. Prosper it. Blossom it, God. Let it be um, a group, Lord, that is godly, that stands on godly principles, that, Lord, you are forging relationships, God so that they can have each other's back, Lord. Pray for Sister Andrea who's praying about the points, and Melanie also, God. And Lord, I pray for Brother Lindsay and his surgery coming up. Touch him. Guide the doctor's hands, Lord. And Lord, we pray, God, that you remove any doubt. Give him the faith. You said if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, God. So give him that kind of faith, God. And then I pray for everyone here in this church, Lord. Lord, we want to tap into that power. We don't want kerosene power, Lord. We want the power of the Holy Ghost. We want the power that when we touch, we see the evidence. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Marcus, for standing with your family. Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. 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 All right. Well, y'all, I finished on time. Amen. <laughs> Amen. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done. We'll make ready to be dismissed. Join me on Wednesday night. Amen. We'll continue on with what is fasting and prayer and the power of fasting and prayer. Join me Wednesday night. We're back to back to serving. Amen. We're, we're back to full swing next week. Amen. The food program and our after school program. Amen. All right. Thank you, brothers. Y'all look good today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate y'all. Amen. And so, brothers, if you have not ordered your shirt shirts, please order your shirts online. Amen. We're going to go with the, that black, maybe green. 
and uh, and the, the red one, the, the the embroidered one. Amen. I'll send you guys a uh, a link for that also. Amen. All right, let's pray. Oh, what we got? What we got? Oh wow! Give God a hand clap of praise, y'all. Seventy left. <laughs> Somebody go ahead and send a hundred dollars so we get that down from seven eleven to six eleven. <laughs> Amen. Y'all don't know nothing about seven. Hey, I ain't talking about the story. Gotta be on the streets to understand that kind of talk. <clears throat> Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Amen. Father, we thank you so much. Thank you for the hearts of the people who have given towards the deficit. This deficit is not going to be our story every week. God, we will rise, Lord, as a church. You will send people, God. You will raise up an army of people, God, who will love you and who will lead, Father God, and who will take their Christian life seriously, God. And I believe in the name of Jesus that you're starting with us. Keep us close. Keep us together. Keep us looking for the evidence, Lord. Let our expectation, but let the experiences that we have with you be one, Lord, that catapults us into that excitement, Father God, that we know that you're real, God. Keep us this day. Give us safe traveling mercies until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. Vision Church, win. There you go. Disciple, develop. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. 611 now. Amen. All right. Praise God. Have a great day, y'all. Be blessed. Enjoy each other. Ushers, follow the lead up here. Bless, everybody say bless, 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 bless